Hey everybody, welcome back to the Smoking Cave Podcast. It's your boy Richie Rich. Part two, baby. It's your boy Scrappy Scrap. It's Mellow DMV. We back, baby. Yeah, this is part two of a podcast that we did uh, recently where we talked about our experiences with finances and it went on for an hour. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, but we have so much more to talk about. We decided to do a second podcast on finances. Uh, one of the things that we uh, talked about was our experiences growing up when it came to finance, what our parents did. So I had both sides of the coin. I had a father who was more interested in being hood rich and working. He, he worked his ass off. He had two jobs. Usually my mom usually worked two jobs. And this is why I'm raising three boys. But the flip, so my dad was more about money in, money out. My mom was a squirreler. She was about saving money and, yeah. and making sure that we have for tomorrow. Yep. But our mindsets growing up poor, because we grew up, you know, poor. We weren't middle class till later on in life. And I know people say we grew up in the Adams Morgan community, and they look at it now and say, oh, you grew up written. No, it wasn't. Adams Morgan was not the Adams Morgan you see today. It was... Poor, poor. And so my mom was trying to save for a house and saving for tomorrow. My dad was more about, I want a car, I'm going to get a car. I want this, I'm going to go get this. Nice suits and that kind of stuff. And so I'm sort of stuck in the middle. So I, I, I'm okay at saving money, but a little bit of me is more to my dad's side where tomorrow's not promised. Let's go get this shit today and realize it. I ain't leaving shit behind for nobody. I got two daughters. They're going to have to go out here and get it like I got it out the mud. I don't give a damn. I do what I need to do. I don't get, I'm not extravagant with it because I do believe in saving money for tomorrow. But I, I also believe in understanding tomorrow's not promised. Promise. So I get yeah. certain things for myself here and there, especially now that they're older. When they were younger, I was fully on my mom's side about saving to make sure I had for them and they wanted to do banjo lessons or cheerleading, whatever the hell they wanted to do. I had the money for that, made sure they were spoiled, had good clothes. And even though they got teased, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm rambling, but they got teased. I didn't find this out until later in life. They were wearing clothes to school that said Tommy Hilfiger or Polo and that kind of stuff. And they were getting teased by members of their class who had shit from, I, I don't know, I don't, what, what's, what's the name out back there? What's the shit up tree called? The the uh uh H and M? Not H and M, uh uh Downtown Locker Room. No 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 uh the 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 by the, the, the from Foreman Mills and Morton's and that sort of thing and they had name brand clothes <laughs> that I was proud of because I couldn't wear that when I was a kid for various reasons other than the fact my parents were for, were poor. We were also larger than Abbasite, so we had to I buy see. stuff from city. Like I had everybody else wearing Levi's and Guess and that kind of stuff. I had to wear Wranglers and they had the rhinos on the shirt. And that, oh, I wasn't no polo oh, man. It was rhinos oh, and that kind yeah, of stuff. The, so the, the garage the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of stuff. So I what I took pride in they, you know, got teased for in school. But listen, my financial background and, and my experience was just uh about Enjoying today while saving for tomorrow as much as I could. Now that I'm older, my kids have graduated college. 
I'm spending everything I got. Not that I'm not saving for tomorrow. I got mm-hmm. money in the bank. I got plenty of money. But enjoy your life. It, it's about enjoying life and, right. and not extravagant. But that's why and I am financially. My, my, my famous word to these guys, they would tell you, was tomorrow is not promised to anyone. That's so, facts. therefore, if it's something that you want out there, then go get it. And I, I think I ought. I think I've always been like that. Like I said, coming up, not having stuff, had to get hand me down. You got to figure there's 11 of us. So I had to get what my brother didn't want to wear no more. Or I remember going with my pops to the to a, a grocery store we had here in the NBA where shoes sat in the barrel. was plastic <laughs> shoes was we called Jeepers. Yes, sir. Instead yeah, of having yeah, four sir. lines, that bitch had six lines. Girl, your, your, your shoes were curled up like iron sheet. Yes, yes. I'm talking about don't let it rain. If you get chased, you get chased, <laughs> you're going to slide it past your house mm-hmm. to the probably about the fourth, fourth neighbor down. But your shoes will still be on the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about it's getting so hot outside your your shoe your bottom of your sole getting stuck to the ground. So what, what was the name of that, that that store Ames and and Woodrow and Loafer Loafer. No, back then you could buy <laughs> shoes okay. out of uh, uh what's it what and Pete shoppers and Pete that was what it's called and Pete back in the day. The one Kmart. Kmart shoe had some too. Kmart's had them Jones called tracks. They look like Adidas. They had five stripes to the six. Six, you had Jeepers. Five, you had tracks. <laughs> so I had me a pair of tracks. But that traumatized, when you young coming up, and I don't care what hood you're in, everybody got a hood. But you coming up, that traumatized, because the older kids going to pick at you at school, you getting picked at. You know, you, 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 you're not up to par. So that put a lot of pressure on kids. That's why I sent kids out into the street to do what they had to do. Other than, you know, you had some kids that only had one parent in the house and the mother probably really wasn't doing nothing. So, therefore, Mm -hmm. they had to make it on their own. Mm -hmm. So, and I was telling the guys, finance really is a product of your environment. So, the product of your environment, that's what's going to push you to, uh, I won't say your outcome of life. But that's gonna put you push you to your edge of or your of view of view finances and that of, kind of, of everything. Yeah. Correct. So therefore, you know, when I did get the money, I went and bought the best stuff. I'm talking about I would hustle up some loot, maybe had twelve hundred dollars. I'm finished shopping. I might come back with fifty bucks, but I got everything I wanted. And and I think that's the view. And this this not no bragging or nothing, man. You know, you got to figure we was born in the seventies, so we up age. So I, 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 I might have had about, and this is no brag, I might have had about 300 cars. 300 cars. Over the course of your life. Over the course of my lifespan to now. So far. Yes. So far. <laughs> so, far. <laughs> so far, honestly. Good cow. You know, and I figure I, I've been knowing these guys probably about 15, about three, a little over 15 years. And knowing them, they know for a fact I probably had a hundred and some cars that dealing with them. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that I want, I always would go out and get it, but I made sure that my household was taken care of. But I'm not going to let that lack. Because like I said, once my kids was grown and raised and stuff, it's all on you. Don't 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 um, hold yourself back if it's something that you want. Set it out there. Set a goal for yourself and go get it, man. Yeah, just, just like Scrap said, you, you got to go for it. And like, man, with me, I was raised with one parent. 
I see my dad he, every now and then, every holiday, you know, he come past, you know, see what's going on. But me and my mom, it was me and my mom doing that thing. And what I used to look forward to is income tax time. And oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah, because yeah, you knew you going to get something. Yeah, you gonna get oh something yeah, good I'm, I'm gonna get good. Yeah, my pops came in. Yeah, I remember look, my pops. I, I look forward to that. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you something. What's funny though? Go back to that. I know this is a little bit off the subject, <laughs> but first, I'm, this is no kidding. Man. My father cut me out off, and I think that's what pushed me out to the streets too. At the age of 13, it wasn't no more Christmas for my father. My father ain't provide no more presents. It wasn't for my sister and them getting me something for Christmas. I would have had nothing. Was it the age? Well, he cut everybody well, off or just you? All of us. When you turned 13, oh, okay. that, was that was it. Oh, so he, he cut the age. Age. Not yeah. too far or nothing. No, nothing. None of that. So, so you would consider a grown-ass man or a woman in my house over at age 13 because you would get shit from my daddy. Wow. And that's that's the truth. And my, my, my siblings would speak on the truth that I'm telling y'all. And I think that's what pushed all of us, you know, to uh, go out into the world and make it for yourself. You know, make things happen for yourself. And like I said, I'm proud to be born in the 70s because it showed me a lot of stuff. So yeah, I was mm -hmm. on the onset of, uh, uh, of, of the, um, the struggle. The struggle. <laughs> and now we live in a little bit outside of the struggle. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that, that, I tell anybody, anybody born in the 70s will appreciate life now, man. Yeah, let me say this because Melo mentioned the taxes and everybody get excited around tax season, but I call it predator season because every, let's say, the uh, let's just talk real. The white community, the people with money, the dealerships, they know it's tax season yes. mm -hmm. and they are coming after you. And they, they're getting you with deals and that kind of stuff. But here's the thing that I learned from a tax accountant years ago. If you get more than about $500 back on your taxes, you, you're failing in life because you're basically loaning the government however much you're getting back for the course of the year, and you need a better tax accountant. You, you don't want to do that. You With interest-free, you're loaning the government money. So the goal is to get back $500, maybe $1,000 back at the end of the year, but you don't want to be getting five, dollars $6,000 tax checks. You need to adjust your tax withholding so you get more of that money throughout the year yes. than at the end of the year. Correct. So mm -hmm. I, yeah. I just want to bring that up because I know a lot of people. Yeah, I've been deal learning that. That, yeah. Yeah. that I, I haven't <laughs> ever seen a three thousand dollar check or most I probably ever seen that was from the state, maybe eighteen hundred. I was from the state federal. I'm either on their ass or they giving me like this year I might got three hundred ten dollars back from. Them. Yeah, like back because in the I up in my. Um, appendix on my on my damn Jack Street. Get yeah, my that's money back. Too. Get yeah. my damn money up front. Now, now I will say back before I, I I knew about this when I owned a townhouse, I was getting back five six thousand dollars. I just didn't know no, but it was something about the tax thing that I was just going by what the sheet said and mm -hmm. taking off for the kids and that kind of stuff. But then there's a EIC earned income tax credit. That's sort of things that I didn't know yeah. about. Five, Factoring into the, my deductions, but once I met this lady, her name is uh, Sheila, uh, and she talked to me about taxes. You getting too much money back? She said you you're basically loaning the government money interest free. 
you need to have that money throughout the year. And I thought about it, and she helped me adjust my taxes based on what I really qualify for. So you get a shout-out to her? Yeah, I'm giving, I can't. I don't want to say her last name because I don't know if she want to be involved in this sort but, of thing. But everybody know now, too, there's the housing stuff is pretty much overrated now because you're not getting that type of money back for your house. I remember my first house, I remember getting back way more money than I'm getting back now. <clears throat> but the housing market done adjust themselves so much, you know, you're not pulling off that house like you used to. So mm-hmm. a lot of people come going out buying these four or five hundred thousand dollar houses. Oh, I'm gonna get this. No, and then they see they what they getting back. Like I got a, a partner of mine that just bought a house in um, in Bowie, paid three hundred eighty nine thousand. All year he was all he was hollering back. Man, I'm gonna get about seven eight thousand dollars. <laughs> this fool wound up getting about twelve hundred dollars back. Oh, he was so pissing in this yeah. feeling. And he said, Mo, I just called and let you know you was right. Yes, dude, because I told you the way to, way, way to set up now, you can't pull off your house like that. Okay. You know, because they usually, they usually you, can sit, you can set up to nine appendants on your house. No, not no more. The most you can get is six appendants off that house. Mm-hmm. And that's really not nothing once you start itemizing stuff mm-hmm. on your taxes, man. So you got to have a good account yeah. to, get, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, do that. Tax, tax burden. Well, uh, when we between podcasts, we were talking about the current times and the way the current times work with people, with the finances, people uh, not willing and sometimes able to go back to work. So uh, Scrap has a nephew. We won't call him by name, I guess, but ex- explain what, like, right now what's going on with people not okay. really going, your experience with people not really right, going back so, to work. So take this. Like my, my nephew was at this one particular place for 20 years. They sell the building. They laid them all. So he filed for unemployment. So now you know with unemployment, you get your unemployment plus the extra. At one point, they was giving them $400. Now they're giving you $300 extra. So I was telling the fellas is, you know, I don't blame these people that's not going back to work because you're telling me I'm working an 80-hour 80, 80 week. Two weeks. For two weeks. I'm sorry, 80-hour two weeks to get paid. I, you take your taxes out, I'm getting $1,100. Now you're telling me that I'm getting 750 every week. So every two every two weeks, that's $1,500. So you bring it home way more money than you was bringing home Working, no stress. So, no, and not, you ain't got the stress level that you had. No commuting expenses, no lunches, yes, no commuting, no none of that. So all of that money is in your pocket. So you telling me you gonna tell these people to go back to work? If I was them, I wouldn't go back to work. I would ride it out to the end. Honestly, yes, it's, it's, it's impossible for you sitting here telling somebody to go back to work for these peanuts you paying me, and mm-hmm. I'm getting this sitting home. And the consequences of that we've seen. Businesses shutter or not having it. Like I went to the dry cleans today, and it's just the owner and her husband working in there. Where before these had three, four people working in there, and it took them longer to get my dry cleaning done because they don't have the people working there no more. Because even with restaurants, it's yeah. the same thing. And, and that's what I was about to say. With these restaurants, you know, the guys that you know, folks that's. You know, out there probably going, and they seeing a longer wait. That longer wait here because they don't have enough servers and enough people back there cooking the food to serve you all. Mm-hmm. Because they're not coming they're back, back to work. work. You know, you I mean you telling me you had a cheesecake factory or whatever? You had one of these big restaurants, and you know they working off of tips, and their salary might be—I mean, they uh, three four dollars an hour, 
and they bringing home this type of money, why would I come back to that job? Please tell me. Somebody answer that question. It's yeah, impossible. It when them type of job, service jobs, it's three, four, five thousand an hour plus tips. And it usually, like back in the day, it works out. You make good money, especially if you're about your business hustling. But if you're just looking at the core of what you were making and the efforts you're putting forth, if I'm getting that type of money, $1,500 every two weeks from unemployment, why in the hell would I go back and subject myself to the stresses and everything else that's involved with working full-time for less money? Correct. Mm-hmm. There's Correct. no motivation for it. Now, I don't fault the system for that. I just, I I, I don't know if it's the system, that, you know, because they passed the bills or if it's I, just- I fault the system because this, that means you telling me in this avenue right here, that we're we, we talking a, a, a straight line avenue, right? Mm-hmm. So, me, I fought the system because that means you need to up your minimum wage. It's yes. impossible for you telling me that I'm making more money on unemployment than I'm making receiving. Now, if I was receiving $1,800, I'm going, that, them people is going back to work immediately. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting paid oh, yeah. less more less money than what they're getting paid on their unemployment. So they need them coins to come in. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they will come back to work. So you got to step up the minimum wage. All of this, you keep knocking down, paying people $15 an hour. You should have been paying people $15. This $7, $8. And let me, let me give y'all this instant, right? Where I work at, right? Shoot, I was, shit, back in the day, I was working like three, three Hold four, up. Three Where I work at now, right? <laughs> We contract our cleaning. It's no more porters. Mm-hmm. What, what the type of work I do? I'm a service manager, so we contract our porters. So that's a different avenue. That that company hires the people. What they did, the company when Marlin went up on their minimum wage, the company moved to Virginia. You, you do you all know what Virginia minimum wage is? Mm-mm. It's higher than that. Yeah. Virginia minimum wage is seven dollars and twenty five cents. You two sitting here right now, how in the hell can you live off $7.25? These cleaners at my job is getting paid $7.25. The damn supervisor getting paid, they giving him uh, $8.75. And he's a supervisor. Not in this day and with, no yes. with no benefits. With no benefits. They take off, they don't get paid for. They ain't, got, they ain't curing no sick. They don't have no health plan. None of that. So tell me, how is that fair? If somebody like that done got laid off and they sitting home collecting un- unemployment, so how can we sit back and judge them? They have Medicare or Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Or how? Obamacare, whatever. You, you, you need insurance. Don't get me wrong. Everybody needs a job where you're going to have some people, oh, they should get a better job. At that particular point, that person might can't not afford to get a job. So he took what was left there for him. So therefore, you know, they not, they you know, it's a loophole in this situation with those, if we got, if we call it MV, the MVA, I mean, I'm sorry, the DMV, the Maryland, D.C., and Virginia minimum wage should have been the same. It should yeah. not be different across the board because that's what happened. Now I can take my company from Maryland to D.C., go to Virginia, yeah. and now I'm just reliable just paying the minimum wage for Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's you, wrong. You know, what, people, what gets lost in the minimum wage argument is that what somebody told me years ago, somebody got to clean the toilets. Now, when I was a manager, I was the type of manager who went in there, cleaned the toilets and that kind of stuff to show people <coughs> not only I'm not above. How right. One, that I'm not above, and two, how it should be done and how you take pride in your job. 
Mm-hmm. But when you making seven, that the DC is it was five, six something dollars an hour. It, it, it's back hard then, to get yeah. minimum wage. I remember making minimum wage. It was six twenty five. I remember yeah. that, Mo. Yeah. You talking about Maryberry summer jobs? Yes. Or, yeah. I in remember Maryland, making that. In Maryland, it was like three dollars yeah. or some change. Maryland, Sh- Maryland shout out to Maryberry for yes. his program. Yes, yes, sir. Kept me DC, out of jail. DC man for trouble. Love you and and thank God for you being the mayor of one yeah. of the, the summer jobs. All oh, the complicated peace, cities in the world. You don't get enough credit for what you did. So I want his family to know that we really appreciate it and we benefited in a lot of ways more than you can do stats on from being mm-hmm. out of trouble because you was at work, having money to get the sort of things that your parents couldn't afford. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Marenberry was the catalyst for all of that. Yes. We thank him to this day for all that he did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, Great man. And we got we to gotta, we gotta give a big up to Marlon because come July, Marlon minimum wage go up. To um, no, nah, they go up to eleven seventy five. But they angle that still ain't no money. But no, not only that, but you, you think about companies are so big like Walmart. They've already well, it's, it's a bunch of companies got loopholes around. With Walmart, they cut you off at thirty eight or thirty six hours, so they had to pay you full time benefits. And then when you go in the grocery stores now, you see more open lines at the self checkout than you do with people actually working. Yeah. So that may and, actually backfire and get, a little bit. Get back onto Walmart. That's a billion dollar company. There's no mm-hmm. reason for you, for you to have employees that's making under minimum wage. But hit me out on that. You know when DC went to fifteen dollars. DC is is at fifteen dollars for their minimum wage. Correct. <laughs> Which is my folks. He don't mind me shouting them out because he told me to shout them out. Earl. Earl worked for. Uh, Owner of a cab company that owned half of New uh, New York Avenue. Us sitting here and people in NBA, I mean, um, DMV should know what New York Avenue is. So he owned half of that all the way down. You know that where that um, if you know what New York Avenue at, it was a uh, um, KFC right there. Then yeah, was a gas right. station and stuff. So they knocked the KFC. The only thing that stood there because they lease didn't run out, mm-hmm. but everything else was knocked down for Walmart. DC put in and raised their minimum wage, Walmart pulled out. That's why you only got two Walmarts in DC. DC was set all the way on Alabama Avenue with the uh good uh good hope road at. Right. Alabama. That pose with a mm-hmm. um discount mark, uh, that post they cleared all that out. Moved, made them gas stations move. I mean the uh liquor store and stuff, Skylight liquor store. Mm-hmm. All that pose they moved out, flatlined it. So Walmart, but when DC put in many many ways, Walmart pulled out. How are we patronizing Walmart and they constantly doing things of this nature? They come in and run all the moms and pop stores out of business, but yet the moms and pop stores was employing people. Mm-hmm. So you're not giving people suffice amount of money to live off. Like Rich said, they they key was okay. All right. We're going to give y'all this minimum wage, but we're going to cut. We're only getting 32 hours. You're getting no health care with it. 32 hours a week. And that's the important thing, Rich. Like like you said, the, the, the health care. You got to have health care. No ifs or buts about it. Because one bill will set you in the poorhouse. You go to, yeah. you take an Amalam ride, that's going to be the most expensive ride that you ever took in your damn life. You go to that emergency room, that's going to be the most visit to the hospital that you ever visit. Yeah. I'm telling you. But 
you got people that's out here that can't afford it, man. And then they make a threshold where they making a little bit more money that they can't get Medicare. That's this yeah, the loophole got to stop, there. man. Yeah, it got to loophole. stop. So you tell them I'm making minimum wage, but I can't have barely afford my rent. But now I gotta get healthcare. I can't get Medicaid because now I make I'm over the threshold. Now I'm making twenty three thousand dollars a year, and the threshold might be twenty two five. Yeah, and it's the everyday on, help. If you need a lawyer with landlord tenant court, that kind of, that everything changes because they go by what you make. Yes. And you can't raise the minimum wage without raising the threshold for health care, for Medicare and Medicaid, for uh, free public services. Because guess what? In the meantime, while you're raising minimum wage, the landlords are also raising rent. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. prices of food and gas we see now yes. going up. Yeah. Maryland don't have no control. Yes. No, no control. Yeah, this ain't rent control like New York or somewhere like that. You, nah. The landlord has full autonomy to do whatever yes. he want to do or mm-hmm. she wants to Only do. place that has rent control here is D.C. D.C. That's why you see a lot of companies shy away from D.C. because they don't want to go in. Like my the, the, the company I own, they won't get no problem in D.C. because D.C. is pro-tenant. And they tell you off the break, mm. pro tenant prolongs their money, so therefore they don't mm-hmm. want to even get into that rim of buying properties in D.C. because it take too long to get the tenant out. Towards save yeah. money, huh? Towards save money? No, no. For the renter. For the renter. For the renter. Yes, yeah. it's pro tenant. Mm-hmm. It's pro tenant. Like off the break, if I call the county out or which is the D.C. inspector out for one of the apartments down there and it's not suffice. Mm. Once they come out and write that up, your rent stop right then and there until they make the repairs. And D.C. follow up in 15 days to come back out and start finding you for uh, stuff that's not correct that you didn't and take you care of. you got way on the repairs. Yeah, so they, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a wide rim of stuff that's going on. But my, my, my point of that is, Every state should be at fifteen dollars. Every city should be at fifteen dollars. Same, same. Yes, fifteen dollars really ain't no money. Yes, it's really not no money, dog. Because in terms of finances, this is a much broader discussion. But so after COVID, a lot of people, or during COVID, a lot of people said, "I'm gonna use this opportunity to move where I want to move." Yes, and they have already announced that, especially if you work for the federal government, you're gonna get locality pay. So if you lived in D.C. and you were getting that bump because you lived in D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and you moved down south, they're going to adjust your salary based on where you're living. It may not be significant. Maybe it is. But whatever the adjustment, you're not going to take the money you're making here and move somewhere else during COVID or after COVID and still uh, be able to maintain your lifestyle because they're going to make that adjustment when everything, all the restrictions are loose. And I don't think a lot of people are realizing that. That's why you see the housing markets in certain places the way they are. People are moving where they always wanted to live. Mm-hmm. And when the COVID, when people come back to work, or you either you're going to have to come into the office, fly back into the office in D.C. a couple of days a week, mm-hmm. or you're going to take that locality pay cut. Yeah. It's it's like like, right now, like I said, my wife she working from home, so she working off the computer from home, and I I had told her this from the get go before she came permanent. I said, you know what's happening? These people that sitting back and saying, damn, we paying all this money for this office space. Mm -hmm. They like, hold up, why not keep this going on and let them work from home? We're not paying for no electricity. We're not paying for no internet. We're not paying for no rent. 
That's on them. Mm -hmm. And and they're getting the same amount of work done, if not more, mm -hmm. work out of their employees. So I think we with this COVID stuff, they'll open up a new branch of, of everything going to be enlightening to uh, entrepreneurs and people that have businesses. Yeah, it, it did some businesses good and it did some business bad. But you right got, now, you, you, you work for for a, a federal building, right? Mm -hmm. And y'all don't have half the employees nah, coming we, in that building. But that rent still got to be paid on that federal paid. land. They mm -hmm. still going to pay that rent every mm -hmm. month. Correct. So you don't think somebody sitting back like, hold up, I don't need all this space. Maybe I got or two, three floors. Maybe I cut down to two floors. Or yeah. if it's a lifetime lease with them government building, that sort of thing, they have to bring people back to work mm -hmm. in order to justify that expense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you work for the government, that, you think you got to jobs. Now, okay. uh, yeah. that may have, jobs. Had we had the previous president in office, that would be the first option. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so if you're a government worker, work from home, understand that at some point you're going to have to go back in that office to justify that pay. Yes, sir. And I tell my wife, you know, you're getting used to this. Hey, they're going to they gonna eventually bring, even if they're bringing you back for three days, two days, the off, offset, you know, people mm -hmm. coming in, how many people is in a uh, confined area. And I think that's what's going to happen. But a lot of these jobs, when they open fully back up, I don't think they're going to mass everybody in. They think they're going to might have half of the capacity yeah. come in this week, the next half coming this yeah, week. They, they keep yeah, that cubicle structure is not conducive for the COVID environment. Correct. So they're definitely going to have to make some adjustments. Yeah. They mm -hmm. have people stacked on top of each other instead of in offices. And, you know, America's going to have to make, uh, well, not America, the world's going to have to make a lot of adjustments due to what's happening in COVID. And I'm, 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 I want to say excited to see it. Because as someone who's worked from home for many years, I've mm. always said that there are certain jobs that lend themselves to work from home. And I know I work harder from home. Like if I get an email at 10 o'clock while I'm on this podcast, if I get an email, something I have to do, I'm going to jump on and take care of it now. So I'm actually working more or more and That's hours. what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to be the key because they're looking at it like, we get more work out of hours you don't more production out of our workers and they not in the facilities. So the people that 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 you know renting the that got a rental for ten years or whatever they got that rental for, they're gonna start a cutting down. Like I know my wife and them um, job is moving the office to they on they're in Silver Springs. They'll still be in Silver Springs in Georgetown or Maryland, but they move it to a smaller office. I told is they move it out. No, no, it's closer oh, it's now closer because it's, okay. they like the Maryland and D.C. line, so they're mm -hmm. closer to the D.C. side. Mm -hmm. But they're in the harder now, harder Silver Spring. But any, make a long story short is I was telling her that they got less office space because the way they're going to schedule y'all to come in. Mm -hmm. This this joint. Yeah, and a lot of people lived in a, a lot of businesses open in D.C. for the grandeur of coming. If someone had to come to the office, they had this space, this perfect location, that mm -hmm. sort of thing, and they were, you know, accessible to Metro. And now, mm -hmm. post COVID, some of that is going to change. They we want to lower what we're paying uh, per month for a lease, and have a more uh, a different space so that we can start bringing people back. So, Correct. 
Yes, correct. That, and the, and the parking too. Yeah, around the facility. What my yeah. wife and them job is, but the spot that they rent, the new one too, but the old one that they rented, they had a, they had also rent so many parking spaces for they employed. So mm-hmm. now he cut that in half because now he gonna have they gonna rotate their parking pad. Okay, I'm here this week. Okay. Oh, this person this week. So therefore, okay, I go in this week, show my ID, they stamp it, things of that nature. So they saving money all the way around, which is mm-hmm. a good business move for them. But it's showing, like Rich said, it's opening the eyes for a lot of folks. Man. Well, that's different than in DC, where I work at. This building I work at, it, they have their parking is non void right now. Until they get things back to normal, they're gonna be start ticketing people. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all, so, y'all, y'all gonna get hit, man. So you gotta pay. You, you gotta, gotta go to work and pay for parking. That gotta be but, miserable. But <laughs> understand that the parking garages are separate from the company. So when yeah, they correct, make them adjustments, correct. no, 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 you can't share space. Everybody who may park here. Has to get a monthly pass. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then they losing money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's always a cause and effect and a yin and yang sort of thing when you come when it comes to business. It, it's not like okay, we all gonna save money because it is. No, no, no. That's not how it works. The businesses that are conjoined in some sort of way, they're gonna make an adjustment to make sure that their profits sense. stay mm-hmm. the same. Correct. Because mm-hmm. I I realize. You know, like don't you go to any cleaners almost any time of day and either get a one day turnaround or they was always open. Now because of COVID, a lot of the cleaners that were around they closed up. Mm-hmm. The hours have changed. That kind of the prices like, like are going up. My brother got hit because yep. he was he was a parking garage tenant. He been at work, so now he had to go to another avenue, which he I'm glad, you know, knock on wood, he got another gig he working for a social security place in DC. Mm. But that ran them out of business because with no people there to pop, maybe you had three or four, maybe ten people in there, but they're not going to have five and ten parking attendants. It's, it's not feasible for mm-hmm. them. So they're going to cut something. So mm-hmm. what got happened? He got his job cut. The rich will stay rich. Yes, they they're not going to allow that. The machines, they 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 got the machines called. My brother told me about much money they was paying. No, and the machines cost like $6,000. The don't say pick up the trash that they run through. Mm-hmm. Like, what? He was like, yeah, we got like 10 of them. Oh, they got to pay for that. Yes, they got to pay for that. And if you, I went to a parking garage in D.C. the other day to get my PIV card and to park for it amounted to about 30 minutes, I had to pay $20. But That's ridiculous. Only, there was only one attendant and the machine was automated. See what I'm saying? So you, it wasn't nobody sitting there taking so your money. you the machine. <laughs> yeah, so they, they eliminated a couple of jobs like yeah, yeah, with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's yeah. so it's a lot of jobs out here being eliminated because of the COVID hit, yeah. and it's a lot of things. I would never thought I would see a, a GMC store go out of business, but I work in uh, College Park, and the the one in College Park closed mm-hmm. down. GNC, not G- GMC. Yeah, yeah GNC uh, vitamins. It closed supplements totally? closed, and that that that. And to be honest, when I started working there. I've been up in that spot for six, almost six years. That it had just opened when I started working up there, and mm-hmm. so it was new. So they had a lot of clientele there. So imagine all them jobs that the people that was working there they no longer work there because the store closed down. When people want to look at the not the, well, I, I call it the genius, but the 
creativity of the American system, the way it's set up. All you got to do is look at car washes. Remember back in the day oh, when yeah. car wash movies came out, came out, it was people there that washed your car, you came out, drive your car, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> now they got machines. Yes. And that's yeah. not even recent. Yes. That's pre-COVID. That's pre-COVID. way, before, way before, COVID. before COVID. And you had, like, CVS. CVS oh, only yeah. got one damn... T- everything else is self-checkout. Mm-hmm. The grocery stores. The grocery half stores. the time, the, the self-checkout machine, especially at CVS, be down for some yes. reason. Or it's credit mm-hmm. card only. or so. Hey. So, just trust. There's going to be an adjustment between... Uh, if you think you're going to save money because you're going back to work and you... You know, they're going to share parking space or, you know, whatever adjustments you think you're going to make. The people with money have already thought about the adjustments mm-hmm. they're going to make. So, for example, you used to go to this. Uh, when you work in D.C., you got to go downtown D.C. to eat on them restaurants that were there that come back open. Their prices are going to go up. Yes. It's yes. not going to just be the same. You're not going to get Tremendous. breakfast for 5 and, $6. And i give you an uh, instant. You go into a liquor store. Read the signs when you go into a liquor store. And that's 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 the whole DMV. Read the sign. They said our prices is going up. No, why? Because they got to pay more money now for the truckers to come in to drop off the off the uh, merchandise. People with money are not going to lose yes. money. You can forget about that. So now the well. fuel went up. So now they get charged for the fuel on that. So where that child's going to go to? Mm-hmm. They patrons. So they're going to say, I, I was getting uh, this for uh, seventeen ninety five. Now this is up to twenty one dollars. Yep. The drink is up to twenty one dollars because. It's biggest day on the door. Mm-hmm. Prices is up. So they they, they give you a forewarning, but you yeah, go in there and not looking at that. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, man, what, what are you talking about? This was this. No, you read that sign on that door before you came in? Yeah. So everything about, is going up. And what, what, what's going on now? The gas. Yes, look yeah. at gas. I left out of the house this morning. I would not lie to y'all, man. I left out of the house. The gas on St. Bonneville's Road. I got two gas stations. I'm not gonna name the gas station. But if you're on St. Bonham Road, closer to Eastern Motor, you know what I'm talking about. It was two this 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 morning now, mm-hmm. it was two dollars and seventy-eight cent, and the other one was two dollars and ninety cent. Me and Melo on our way to here now. Three dollars and fifteen cent for gas. So Ridiculous. from the time I went to work until the time I got off, eight, nine hours. They done just it done went up forty to fifty percent. Yep. I mean forty to fifty cent more for gas. And, and that's regular. Imagine tomorrow. And imagine tomorrow. I'm talking about it took me four gas stations going to the day for me to get gas. And when I went to all four of them, all they was hollering is all we got is a premium. So that's up. some that's some BS. Yep. Let me tell you something. They turned them pumps yeah. off to them. Two to plus in the in 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 the uh, record because they knew what people was going to do. Mm-hmm. So all of them people that you know that didn't wasn't getting the premium because premium rarely rarely get used unless you got a high end car. Mm-hmm. So people rarely was using that premium. You so now they pumping all of that <laughs> premium out of they out of their systems. So therefore, certain cars they, so they getting paid, that. man. They yeah. getting paid all the way around the board, and I and I and I. I Call my brother-in-law today, which is real. I say, man, look, dog, 
Price gouging, man, at the yeah, wrong time, man. That. Something need to be done, man. Senate, somebody need to check into this and After say, we're going to put a book to this. Hurricanes, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The price gouging in America is out of control. Yeah, yeah. And Congress have tried to stop it, but the big business machine yes. is so strong that they haven't been able to do it. It should be, I think at one point, maybe it is now. I, we got to look this up. We're not quoting facts here, but there, I think. Uh, Congress at one point tried to make it illegal for price gouging, but it's so complex and so unpredictable that mm -hmm. they've never been able to effectively police it. Let, let me give you another instance. Now, I, I think right now all we got, sorry, is the shame. Your people posted online, yes, that kind of stuff. The shame, you got the shame. And that's it. And I, and, I, and, I, and I would go back to when COVID first hit, when it, last year in March, when they shut things down. Me and my wife went into one of the grocery stores. I'm not going to call their name. You could buy a case of water, what? $3.95. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Off-brand yeah. water. That's mm -hmm. big time water. That ain't an off-brand. Off-brand back in the day, about $2, $1.99, something like that. Man, I'm going to say $3. These punks took and took all the water out of the cases and put it in a barrel yes. and was charging a dollar of water. Yeah. Wow. A dollar of water. So 12, you got a case of water, that was $24. Yeah. That that is you talking about illegal and, and and disrespectful, man. To your own people, your own countrymen. That's just yes, and to the people that's patronizing your business and know what this price was. I'm talking about to the point where you go in and get a six pack of toilet paper for a dollar and something. Six pack of toilet paper is calling six dollars and some yeah. change, man. If you could find it, yeah. If you could find it, you know Not what I mean. Not to mention Lysol and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It was, and now yeah. you used to get Lysol. For maybe two bucks, yeah, maybe yeah. two dollars. Mm -hmm. You might be able to add two or some change. Lysol down to seven ninety nine. Yeah, or maybe ten. I I, I seen. I would not lie to y'all, man. I went into the carry out yesterday, and they were selling Lysol for seven ninety nine. So in that's the carry out? at the carry out. They had Lysol, so they done got their hands on Lysol, and, and the dude that was in front of me bought that Lysol for for eight dollars and some change after taxes hit it. Yeah. So man, and you talking about peroxide. Peroxide used to be fifty nine cent, ninety nine cent a map. You got peroxide on Amazon. If you don't believe it, go on Amazon. Six dollars for, and they got two bottles. They think they doing something because they telling yeah. you a two pack. Oh, it's two dollars. I'm looking at my wife like she crazy. You know that, that job would have cost you two yeah. bucks. Look at alcohol. It used to be two two for a dollar or something like that. You get green. Yes. You get the regular alcohol. That, I don't know what the names of it was the green one and the white one. Or clear one. And I know that. Now the, the green one is more expensive. Yes, than all around this. Two, three dollars for Yes, now. all around the world, yeah. man. Everybody is being hit by price gouging, man. And they need to do something efficient. And I'm talking about now. They need to start finding these folks, man. Imagine this is if, disrespectful. If you took a road trip two days ago. I'm going to from... Uh, D.C. to California. I'm just, I'm a trucker. Let's see, you're a trucker. They ain't going to talk about little people. Now you stuck somewhere mid-country. Gas, not only that going up, you can't find gas. Now, imagine the, the, the damage it's going to do to the supply chain. And all the mm -hmm. ice road trucks and all the people, mm -hmm. you can't get gas. I give you and a good you stuck enough. off the road for two, three, four days. Yep. And I they waiting on you for that delivery. Yes. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I give you a good example. When I finally got to the mm -hmm. gas station the other day, my, junk, my truck, I drive a Lincoln Navigator. So that's a, that's a big truck. And it takes premium. So therefore... My my normal price to fill that truck back out at mid mid grade is between thirty thirty five dollars. I paid 
$59 from, from that to that point to fill it back up today. So that's over twenty something dollars that I done lost in one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In one day of filling my truck back up. Yeah, that's why I'm so pissed off right now between my truck and hers. Mine got to take premium, her take regular, and I wasn't able to get her truck to the gas station in time to fill it up. But mine is filled up, but it's yeah, high test. Because some people don't don't take premium. No, no, no. some trucks ain't ain't set up for yeah. it. And that's 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 another thing. There's another avenue. You know, I'm a dabbing a little bit is, look at your own your owner's manual, man. Whatever your mm -hmm. owner's manual is set up for, and it's because it's set up for that for that t particular gas, and because the filtration that's in there, the filters that's set up for your car is set up for your gas. So your, you look at your own manual and tell you regular gas, you need to put regular gas in your damn car. Yeah. Your own your manual is telling you. Mm -hmm. You putting that mid-grade, that shit ain't going to do nothing for you, man. No, they it ain't gonna... Remember, the, the, the thing back in the day was that like if you get high, you get more miles out of it because it's a cleaner gas. No. With this ethanol that they mix yes. into and the computers that's in your car no is set up for bags. that particular <laughs> gas, man. Yeah. You do more harm to your vehicle putting in other gas than what your vehicle is calling for. And certain gas stations, you, I'm, we're not going to name names, but they got a 93... And they got a 94. Yeah, Which mm -hmm. one is the highest? Yes. High so you, how are you going to tell me, okay, my car is going for 93, but you got this 94. Yeah, with a 30 gallon Yes, I see people go and put the 94 in. Dude, why is you doing that? Or that person, why are you doing that when your owner's manual tell you what gas goes in your car? The yeah. filters is set up for that. The computers yeah. is set up for that. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people get that check engine light turned on. Yeah. Oh, 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 there's something wrong with my car. No, it's because you use the wrong gas in your vehicle. Mm -hmm. And this is well, funny. Too high or too low. <laughs> it's funny. When I pulled up to the gas station that day, the pumping, it was a lady that was on, <laughs> on the side of me. And they, they did have it posted on the thing, only high test. She had a Cavalier. Chevy Cavalier, mm -hmm. and she was going the hell off, and I'm laughing. She said, Cavalier? Yes, and she was putting premium. Yeah. She was putting premium <laughs> in the Cavalier. She said, my damn car don't even take this. Yeah. She said, but I got to get gas. She said, that ain't funny, sir. That was she was talking to me. I said, ma'am, I'm sorry to laugh. I said, but my car set up. It's your car, but my car ain't set up for that. Mm -hmm. I said, it's just the way they got things set up nowadays. But I would tell y'all what, man. This is no joke. It's a lot of... Regular, and it's a lot of plus that's still in it. They just turned these pumps off. They yeah. turned these pumps off so they wouldn't get in a lot of money from people that was uh, that had premium because there ain't a lot of people that drive yeah, luxury no. cars mm -hmm. that's around here. People drive social cars that they get A to B and they car take what it take, mm -hmm. and it's not that premium. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I so, wonder where where's the gas mix? Is it mixed at the factory or do they mix it at the station? They, like when the trucks come in, I, I got is that it all you pumping the gas and they separate it and mix it, or does it come in the truck? That I got that answer. Face worked for a oh, pumping yeah, right. company, yeah. And Face told me Mo <laughs> medium plus and regular is the same gas. I will get him on the phone right now. We use the same additive that we use in the plus and the same additive that we use in the regular. He said, only difference is the premium get another step up mixture. So they got three 
uh, um, uh, um, different um, yeah. ports on their truck when they put right. it in. Okay. It's already mixed. And then they take a bottle or something and pull it in there alone with the joint and, and stir it. Wow. But he says it's the exact same gas. Wow. So you get the same shit. Same <laughs> gas. And I took it further than that because I'm a type of person, you just ain't going to tell me anything. Mm -hmm. So when I looked it up, this Bama was right. This Bama was right. Your regular and your plus is the exact same gas. Oh, that's sad. Same mm -hmm. gas. It's, it's mixed with the same additives, everything. Mm. But is this the way that they got our mind conduced? Because you got to remember, man, back in the 70s and the 80s, you only had two gas. You had yeah. either regular, regular or mid-grade. You ain't had no no hot no test gas, man. No, Please. I don't even think it was a number on it. It was just... <laughs> no, nah, it was, it was a number, just, wasn't it? I thought it was. I don't yeah, know. I think it was a number. Well, you oh. know why we don't remember? Because when we was growing up, yeah, they, they had the gas station. No, they had the gas gas station until it came out yeah, yeah, pump yeah, yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah. But it was only yeah, two yeah. gases yeah. back then. And the only ones that do that now is from, in Jersey. Me, me, me. Yeah, it's Jersey. Jersey. Jersey yeah. don't allow you to pump your own yeah. gas. That's the only yeah. state that still pump gas to the day. Wow. But it's just the, the fact, man, that everybody got a gimmick and to get you in there to sell products. You know what I mean? To go back to uh Yo, they're still dealing with finance. Finance. Yo, yeah. mm -hmm. I used to we say, oh man, this this, this bastard uh, owner of Washington, Snyder, he just going out, spending, uh, spurging money. The reason why that, because he getting fold on his money. Because when you sign people like Deion Sanders, what do that do? Sell jerseys. Thank you, sir. That put Sales asses put in the seat. Yeah. You mm -hmm. got to sell your product. Mm -hmm. That's why you got these lower teams Teams like Cincinnati, they ain't got no bite. They ain't going to never be full. That stadium ain't going to never be full until they started winning and getting top-name players. Now, back in the days when they had big-name players, the stadium was sold out. Cleveland is another one. But Cleveland is coming up now because they able to – they got good players on their team. Miles, Gerd, you got Baker Mayfield. You got both of the running backs. So now they able to, to sell their product. And people and people that's investing into their company and putting their name on the side of the building, they're able to go there. So okay, yeah, boom, we'll put the AT Stadium because they got mm -hmm. this amount of players or this mm -hmm. person is representing them. So it's just about money. And in in a in the business world, a business a billionaire or a billionaire ain't gonna lose money, dog. No, it's mm -hmm. not gonna happen. But since you put me on the spot with the Redskins, <laughs> I, with the Washington football, football team, <laughs> I, Snyder caused me to make an adjustment on my used to be worship of the Washington football team back then. The As a fan, I say this to people: that is that man's company. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whatever adjustment he make, it's like Coca Cola. As long as Coke tastes the same, I'm gonna continue to buy the same. As long as I like the problem, I'm gonna kill. Continue to drink Coca-Cola. And I had to make that adjustment. Like, that's that man's team. We as fans sitting back, oh, you should have yes. drafted into did mm -hmm. No. That's that we, man's we team. Yeah, all and, we all I, 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 told, I told Melo, too, I said, watch this year. Because pay, uh, Chase Young paid off, watch your tickets. It ain't going to be nobody on the offense. Nope. Yeah. It's going to be Chase Young, maybe Sweat, or maybe one of the Allen or the other dude going to be on that ticket. Mm -hmm. Because now they got to push push. 
They named because Chase Young done got the rookie of the year. He He's produced. Yeah. So now he the advertiser of, mm-hmm. in the face of the team. So they got to push it. They ain't this for them. Look at the Lakers. Before LeBron got there, Lakers was losing um, 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 revenue. revenue like a mug. They had to get a big name to produce their revenue, dog. To sell their jerseys, to sell their product. And they tricked me to, to watch the football team. I still got uh, cuts with Williams, Swearinger. Uh, what, what, what's the uh, cornerback? Uh, Norman. Norman. And those sorts of people. No offensive players. No, Definitely not no quarterback. Hey. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's just whatever that, that – you got to keep in mind as a fan. This is all about finances. That is that man's Finance, team, that yes, woman's dude. team. Whatever, however it works out, because we don't own the team. We, we were slumming before RG3 came in. Once RG came in and did what he did that he first year, who was the face of the team? What did they push? What did the sale? How did their sales record go up to the point where they you, you couldn't get no tickets? Years mm-hmm. in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No season. To tickets. the point where it started dying down. They wouldn't operate in the team right to the point now they're giving out tickets. They was giving you a coat. With the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. you two bids uh-huh. in a ticket. Right. That's how we can affect change. It's not support. Course, we don't yes. like it. Don't support. That, you can't keep going to support and complaining. And thank you. Stop supporting. Mm-hmm. If they're going to put garbage on the field or garbage and you patronizing it, you just helping the, the, the influence and letting them allow them to do what they do. But if you stop, you stop doing what you're doing and patronizing this, they'll put better things in place. To make that product sell more. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's Coke, what's happening right now. Imagine if Coke changed the formula. You don't like it, so you everybody stopped buying Coke. Yes. It would take them more than a year to adjust back to back. the old Coke Cola. Yes. And that's what needs to happen with Correct. Let's say some of the NFL teams that you've seen over the years that falling off or who, who that have never done nothing. You gotta stop supporting the product that they put on the field. Listen, we're at uh fifty three minutes. All right. Uh, we're going to close out. Uh, but you go, you want to real, real quick. Go back to, like, Coke. And I, I can say other uh, Coke, soda, Pepsi, but Coke, whatever, yeah. but Coke took their oh, product man. and put it out there, right? And then they branch off. Okay, now they bringing out Coca-Cola Zero, Coca-Cola Cream, Sorry. all this. But they oh, know yeah. they number one seller. If you don't like them, the you still going to like the Coke. Yeah. The regular Coke. Yeah. And he's like me. You may try the other ones. Nothing. Actually, try no. Uh, like cherry Coke. I love cherry Coke. I actually yeah. they like cherry Coke. But more. even if you, you didn't you like it, it but you love Coke, no, no, no. so you therefore they Coke know their product gonna sell. That's yeah. all I'm trying to tell you. They know their product gonna sell, yeah. and that's what any franchise, any franchise. I don't care if it's baseball, but you gotta have a you gotta have a, a face of the franchise. Coke, Coca Pepsi. What's gonna bring the people? Put what they call back in the day. Put uh, at, uh seats. Ashes in the seats. Mm-hmm. But you know how bad Coke has to get before I switch to Pepsi? Uh, Coke got to get to, uh, uh, what was that shit? Be? Tab. Coke has to taste like Tab, tab for me. <laughs> switch. Oh, I, I'm not switching. Yeah. Well, I, RC. Just, yeah. <laughs> RC wasn't that Woo. bad. RC Coke was okay. It was really RC sweet. was like same, same as Coke. Yeah. But you 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 gonna put uh you gonna put Coke on, on that battery. Yeah. That dead yeah. battery. Yeah. 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 Get that acid yeah. off. <laughs> but like I said, man, finance is going to be finances and until and, and the things that we, we got the power to change anything that you don't like. And that's mm-hmm. from from it's your point of view. 
to your nearby grocery stores, to your nearby pharmacies. Actually, yeah, that brings it all back full circle. If we as consumers do as mm-hmm. consumers want the black market to do better, we gotta support black more products. Black, yes, yep. more black because products. Because I'm telling you, they're just mm-hmm. as good, if not better, yes. than yes. the a lot of the name brand products that we're buying. So mm-hmm. it's all about where you want to spend your dollars. If you want to see better black community, better products, you have to spend your money where it counts. Yes, mm-hmm. and that, and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. To patronize anything, if enough people stop patronizing, then the change will come. Change Absolutely. didn't come for us, for our team, which was Washington, until people stopped showing up. Yeah. You yeah. started seeing the tenants drop. So, therefore, they got to put better product out there. They got to get a better coaching staff. They got to get a better front off. You can't keep running the same way you run it, or you're going to run this in the ground. Yeah, and that's what's happening. And I, I told you, told everybody, you know, Washington is definitely a team that's on the uprise because they, they building on their defense. So, they added the face of their defense until they get a face for their offense. And that's the yeah. way you do it. You know, you got yeah. you to gotta build something back up. When it's tore down, especially yeah. defenses win games, yeah. win, win, win and, Super Bowl. and a lot of these corporations got uh, brilliant people that sit there and 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 know how to advertise and know what to do. Yeah. And you put people in the right places to get things done. That's go for your corporate office. From us doing our job, your job puts you in the place to help yeah. them. Yeah. If you wasn't helping them, what's gonna happen? You gonna get fired. You gonna get let go. Everybody gone. <laughs> Yep, so everybody, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. We'll be back next week uh, with some other interesting topics. This is uh, your man, Richie Rich, signing out. Mello, signing out, baby. This is Big Scrap saying peace out, man. Much, 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 much love, baby.